0: All right, everybody, what's going on? Really excited for today. Today, we have a very special guest, Dr. Jessica Petros. Super pumped to have her on because she's kind of a genius. And I feel like a lot of you might get a lot out of all the amazing genius type things that she has to say. So everyone, say hello. <laughs> Dr. Jess, hey.
1: Hi, I'm so pumped to be here. i gosh, genius. I'm blushing a little bit. appreciate the lovely <laughs> intro. <laughs>
0: First off, intros are really fun. Second off, you guys you guys didn't hear the conversation that her and I just had for a half hour before recording this, but like, she's a genius. It is what it is. Like, just deal, just deal with it.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're, you're welcome. Um, so what's funny, and I hadn't told you this actually, but I've, I've been getting like DMs and I have like the mold phone text line and just all these ways that people get to me. And I, there have been like multiple requests for you and I to get on. And do this.
1: Oh, I love that. Perfect. Yeah.
0: So, um, and I know we've been talking about it for a while and life is just, you know, life and it just hasn't happened, but I am, uh, I'm super pumped that we're actually doing this right now. So
1: <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> what are we going to talk about? There's so many things to talk about. And, um, I feel like you and I could just do like a, a 10 part series on everything and anything, <laughs> and it would be cool.
1: Maybe we um, should. Hmm.
0: Maybe we should. That'd be a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can stick it in your in your membership group. We can make oh. it for the for the wellness plus people. Absolutely.
1: Um, I only have the best of the best in there. So including
0: you. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Um, so you were saying that you were just recording a presentation for ILADs. So for those of you who don't know, ILADs is Oh God! I forgot the acronym. It's the it's the Lyme (laughs) Disease Group, the big Lyme Disease Group.
1: (laughs) Yes, International Lyme Associated Diseases Society. Yes, yeah. Thank you. you. (laughs)
0: So, um, we actually presented there. Corey did last year. Um, Oh. So it was the first time that we had gotten up in front of that group last year. And, and they don't really bring up a lot of environmental folks. So it was kind of cool to go up there and be able to do that. Um,
1: I, I've actually been impressed with them lately because it's a lot of medical doctors attend those conferences. And I feel like my job is to help wake up the other medical doctors to these things that we haven't been taught about. And so I'm really impressed that they're being, bringing people like you and I on there to um, help out because I really want the doctors to see what we see.
0: Yeah. Isn't it funny? Like you just said, like the things we haven't been taught and it's so funny because I know it happens on your end. It definitely happens on my end. There's like the book that you're taught coming in, but that book is like in my end, it's like 30 years old and <laughs> it's not like updated with all the new things that people know. Right. Is it like the same on your side? Like when you're going through med school and stuff, is that kind 100%? Of
1: and honestly, there's a 17 year, uh, gap year to, um, publication to implement in practice. So we're looking at 17 years that this stuff has to be published before people start believing it and practicing it.
0: Oh my gosh, it's so funny. So I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about talking about this, but I have this whole like concept I created called the new truth adoption model and mm. I was presenting it for a while in this webinar that I do and I ended up taking it out because it was just it was running long and it was just something I was I felt like I could pull out. But it was talking about how long it takes like like when we actually know that something is true from like there's enough research to validate like we know that it's real. The experts know that it's real but then the time it takes for anything to actually happen with that information. <laughs> and, and I use cigarettes as like the comparison point. Like when we knew cigarettes were a problem to when thing, you know, it was like 40 years yeah. before anything happened. This is like a real thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It really happens. And I really feel like we can change that and shift that because You know, back when, I mean, I'm going to give my age when I say this, but back when I was in medical school from 2002 to 2006, we didn't have the internet and social media to help spread knowledge as quickly as we learned so much more than our grandparents' age did. And so there's really no reason that 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 information can't get out and be implemented sooner unless there is an ulterior motive usually having to do with money.
0: Yep. (laughs) It's the same thing on our end. It's, you throw a wrench into something that's been working for a long time and there's revenue behind it. And all of a sudden, no, 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 (laughs) that's not real. That's what happened to Ernie. Like, Uh, I I can't believe
1: that happened. You know how many doctors throw that in my face now when I went or, or apartment complexes when I want my patients to get an Ernie test, they're like, oh, that's not even worth its weight in anything, you know? It's so funny. Uh,
0: I um, when when I whenever I do expert witnessing, which I don't do super often because I honestly I don't like doing it, but like every now and then you have to do it to help your your clients, you know. And Uh so like that comes up, and it's like, well, it's a research study, blah blah blah, right? And I just (laughs) I have this canned answer now that I just love, and then I say it, and then I look at the jury, and they're like, (laughs) they're like, oh yeah. And the answer is because they're trying to rely on air tests and all this other stuff, right? And I'm like. Well, isn't every test that you do some form of research? So what makes that research more important than this research?
1: That's a good answer. I'm going to borrow that. And
0: <laughs> and it's just like drop the mic, look at the jury. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess testing is testing. And it just like locks. So it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
1: right. I mean, common sense isn't common. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, um, Okay, so you just did this thing for ILAds, and we're kind of talking about this. So what was like kind of the point? Because I feel like what you were talking about is something that I discovered about two years ago and me trying to figure out my own mold issue. And from what we talk about, it's kind of like it's a big problem with kind of the comeback, the mold comeback, if you will, right?
1: Yes, um, and that is, you know, I talked about a lot of things. My title of my speech was Mold, the Hidden Health Hazard. But what I really wanted to drive home for the practitioners and the other people registered and watching was that mold ruins your mitochondria. And what the heck is a mitochondria, Dr. Jess? It is a <laughs> oblong <laughs> organelle that exists in every single one of your cells except red blood cells. And what this means is that this little powerhouse is is able to make cellular oxidation or respiration and produce ATP, which is your energy. You know, you guys can go for days and days and days and days without food, but you can't go a matter of minutes if your cells can't make energy, you are dead. And so when mold starts to halt the function of being able to produce energy, a.k.a. chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, you guys are in trouble. And mold goes straight for that mitochondria. It's actually a bio uh, or a there's a biomolecular reason that this happens having to do with negatives and positives and attracting things and ruining DNA through electrons. And so mold is able to, if I will, um, come in cause electrons which are negatively charged to leak out they reduce oxygen and once you there's one electron in oxygen it's known as a reactive oxygen species and these you don't want too many of these these are really really reactive like the name says and they go in and they're able to damage our DNA our double helix DNA and the process by which we make DNA and call for proteins and at that point really the whole energy production in your body is halted and you're in trouble. We can't even go on to address mold until we have you being able to think clearly and make energy. Right.
0: So is, is kind of the, I don't want to say the first thing, cause I'm sure that it's different for different people, but is, is one of like the top things that you're trying to figure out when you're putting somebody on this path for them to get better is the energy production piece.
1: For sure, because mitochondria, there's something called cell danger response, and mitochondria can't do both at once. They can't make your energy, and they also have a role in immune function. So they can't do both at the same time. They kind of have to choose. And if you have something like a mycotoxin or mold in your body, they're choosing to fight for you rather than make energy all the time. Got it. Yeah. So yeah. They,
0: they only have so much bandwidth, and you don't want to pull away from what they can do because then they're, they're less, that's right. right?
1: That's, that's right.
0: Yeah. So um, I've shared this before with, with people, but I have three mycotoxins in my body. I'm trying to figure out from going into all the houses all the time with all the problems.
1: Oh, and you're like a martyr. You're like a martyr for the people.
0: Like <laughs> laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. It's over here. I can't move.
1: <laughs> my respirator. My respirator. Help me, someone.
0: <laughs> um, But it, so I figured that out. Of, I mean, I inherently knew for a long time, but I didn't actually do the testing because... What was I going to do about it? That was what I do. And, um, and so I just did the best I could to protect myself. But anyways, I did the formal stuff. I figured out kind of what I had going on and dove down this mitochondria piece. And then I was like, okay, so how, just like a bunch of people do, right? The awesome thing about where we are now is what you said earlier is that there is a lot of information that's available, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like knowing where to get it and where to not get it. Right. And the one thing that, (laughs) that I always tell people, I'm like, don't ask Facebook groups anything because they don't know what they're talking about right?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Like if you have a question and you throw it in a Facebook group and who's answering you, like, what do they know? right? What do they know about you? What do they know about anything? Like you don't know anything, right? But they're in a group with a lot of people. So I'm going to listen to them. It's so funny.
1: It's a a common problem I see in the world with who are we using discretion with who we call our experts and authority? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And that's actually why I love what you put together, the, your wellness plus piece. We could talk about it later, but it's like, (laughs) it's, It's a place, and, and I say this a lot, there, there's some, there's other people that have similar things. And and the thing is like, listen, would I rather go into a Facebook group and ask whoever, like, how do I handle, what do I do about this, right? Or what's the best way to restore mitochondrial function? And you got somebody who, who the hell is that person? Or <laughs> do you go into, into Wellness Plus, talk to Dr. Jess in one of her Q and A's and just ask the person that really knows the answer. Like it's a no brainer, like why, you know what I mean? And... Yeah.
1: And I'm actually getting ready to launch a community forum in wellness plus where I'll be moderating. So you guys can get other people's opinion, but then I'll come in and moderate and make sure it's the correct answer. Oh, that's so super cool. Yeah. You know, I want people to have a community of like-minded individuals. So they understand they're not alone, but also it's important to get the right pieces of information. You know, me people I have. Oh, I did remediation on my house. They didn't have you, Brian. So <laughs> they, these people didn't know anything about mold. It's insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. We do what we can, anyway. So where, where I was going, I got sidetracked. Was the sorry. Mit- was the whole mitochondria. I do this a lot. It's not you, it's me. Um, <laughs> next thing, I look down, and I've been talking ten minutes about how my exterminator missed spiders in my backyard, um, <laughs> and and then tie it back to a mold story somehow. I don't know. But uh, what I was going with was this. My mit- was the mitochondrial piece. So I went down that road, and I ended up getting. Um, and people have seen me, I've done like stories while standing on it, but I've done, I, I got one of those red light, um, like photobiomodulation machines,
1: yes. um,
0: really for the mitochondrial function purpose. And then I did a bunch of other research and it looks like that there's, you know, there's other fun things about it, skin and different things that it can mm-hmm. help with or whatever, but it seems super cool. And I've actually noticed a difference when I'm on and off, but what's your thought on that in terms of supporting that energy piece that we were talking about?
1: One hundred percent. I've had um, I don't have a red light therapy machine myself or anything for photobiomodulation, but I've done it before and um, I've had patients who've had remarkable, remarkable recoveries from that and can tell a difference in how their energy feels throughout the day when they use it. Um, I love it. I actually I probably should incorporate it more for mitochondrial damage than I do um, and I actually do have red light therapy in my store. Um, Another thing, I love it actually. Can You said you could tell the difference too, can't you?
0: I d- yeah, I totally can. When I'm on it like regularly, I was joking with you earlier, like <laughs> everyone knows I have a toddler just like running around. <laughs> um, so my, my, my morning routine has, you know, it's not 100% mine anymore unless I wake up at five <laughs> in the morning. So yeah. um, my everyday use has turned into maybe like three days a week or something. But when I was doing it every day for like two weeks, And then I missed a day. It literally felt like, you know how, like when you, uh, like if you don't charge your phone in at night and then you look at your phone and you're like, oh, my God, like the, the low battery thing is on. I got to be super careful with how I use this thing. That's how I felt the next day. Like I literally uh, felt the difference. It was like, oh, my God, I didn't charge my battery this morning.
1: That's a great analogy, actually. I think so many people listening to this are going to be like, oh, my gosh, that's me. You know, <laughs> um, when they because that's exactly how it feels for people. Um, I'll tell you, my fiance, who wouldn't mind me saying this. He has severe mitochondrial damage from environmental toxins and pain parasites, mold, lime, all that deadly tri- triad there. And he went without, you know, his mitochondrial supplements because obviously I do things to help him too. We have an ozone sauna. He definitely tries to work out when he feels like it. With the early morning sun, walking in the sun really helps too. Um, but when he went without those supplements, I mean, he was so moody. He was so moody and short-fused and would feel a lot of like popping, cracking pain in his body around his spine. And we went and got him D-ribose, some acetyl carnitine which are some mitochondrial supplements, you guys. Ask your, ask your doc. But it was – I mean, I literally thought, thought the heavens opened up and the angels started singing when that stuff hit bottom. And he felt it. He had 180 in his mood and how he acted and felt. So yeah. <laughs> these things are real. These things are real. It's
0: so crazy because the stuff that people that are dealing – like like their symptoms and things, it's not super obvious physical stuff, right? And it's so what you just described, it was a mood change, right? Like, that's not something that you're going to see, like visibly on someone. But like, if you're that person, or you're the person around that person, maybe even more so if you're the person around that person, you're you're gonna see, you're gonna see the mood issue, right? There's so many things that you can do that can have an impact, but it's not like the super obvious thing. And I feel like, there's so many people who like their spouse doesn't support them or their family thinks they're nuts or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. And like,
0: how do you, you probably don't, I mean, you don't have an, you might have an answer or an opinion maybe on this. (laughs) I'm just throwing this (laughs) out there, but like, how do you make that more like visible for someone to understand? Cause it's such like a challenge. I'm sure you've dealt with a lot of people that are in similar situations too.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, the, the young people are sicker than our grandparents ever thought about. It. It's extremely disturbing how many sick young people there are today with autoimmunity and everything else, often to do with mold, Lyme, parasites, all these things. And they really get gaslit a lot because people literally say to them, you don't look sick. Mm-hmm. You don't look sick. And, and I will counter this just a little bit by saying you can absolutely tell pe- a, a difference in a person's countenance after they've gone through a mold detox. They look Different. Their eyes can lighten up. Their dark circles can go away. Um, their inflammation in their face starts to drain. And so, although people don't have to look sick, it's very subtle. And honestly, I'm in the business of prevention of chronic and preventable diseases. And so, I need to be on my A game about seeing when the body's warning me before it hits into a chronic disease. That's the real medicine. That's the real medicine right there is finding those clues.
0: So that's really, you know, it's so funny. I've never really talked to someone about that. So it's kind of similar like when I go in a, play, in a house, right? It's not super obvious. It's usually mm-hmm. little subtle signs that maybe there's been a water issue here. We got to make sure there's nothing underlying behind it, right? So like the way that I go through a house is kind of how you just described looking at someone where you walk mm-hmm. in the house and the house looks fine, but then you really look. And you can actually <laughs> see some of this stuff if you know what you're looking for. So I know you threw yeah. a couple things out. Can you? Are there more or can we just kind of rehash those things real quick? Because I feel like if somebody looks at themselves in the mirror and is like, wait, <laughs> are my eyes a little more yellow or do I have yeah. more this or that? Like that can be the subtle little clue, you know?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, excuse my French. I tell my, my fiance he was literally full of shit. His eyes were more brown when we met. They were more hazel. He has blue-green eyes now. I can show you a difference in the photo. He literally changed his eye color when we detoxed him. Um He had completely dark circles, wrinkles in his forehead. He, I call him Benjamin Button. He reverse aged. It's insane to look at the pictures of his countenance before and after this detox. And obviously, mold doesn't work alone. It works with with a bunch of frenemies that work together. Obviously, so it's never just one pathogen. Normally, it's a plethora. As you know, lipopolysaccharide gram negative endotoxin bacteria also love to hang out in water damaged houses. Yep. (laughs) And so all these added up can literally lead to cancer and autoimmunity for people. So things you might want to look for. Besides the mitochondria, mold also goes after the liver. And so in Chinese medicine, the liver meridians are attached to the sinus cavities in the eyes and the reproductive organs. So often I'll see erectile dysfunction in men or no libido in women. Um, Oftentimes I'll see dull, lifeless eyes, deep eye sockets, dark circles, lifeless skin, um, balding hair loss, especially if you have the, that bacteria, mold, yeast that is in the cranial cavities. I tell my patients, I just want to open your head up and take an ice cream scoop and just get all the crud out of there because it's causing all your head and neck symptoms. And so I see this a lot of people, you know, mold people, they also blow up, they get super puffy and gain weight because the leptin receptors are destroyed in the brain, which tell you when you're full. So there's a lot of inflammation that occurs in the body with some of these pathogens, specifically mycotoxicosis. Yeah.
0: That is super cool. (laughs) Yeah. I, I haven't seen anything I've seen, like here are symptoms and this and that, but like to have almost like a checklist of go look at yourself for these things. Like I could tell somebody, and I'm sure you have things you could do too, right? I could tell somebody in your house right now, go look under every one of your sinks and go look mm-hmm. at every baseboard right next to a your shower, you're probably going to find something somewhere, right? These yep. are just like primary spaces where things happen. And then, yes, there could be other things, but these are like every house I go into, there's at least one throughout the whole house. It's almost every That's single scary.
1: One. Um, That's scary. Wow.
0: And, and so I feel like kind of what you're saying, it's just so interesting. It's like there's so many things. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, where do I start? What do I look for? Whatever. And to just know like, like these are like the, the five or ten things that Mm -hmm. you could literally just look in the mirror and see what's going on. The same way I could say, just go through your house and pull everything out from under your sinks. And I guarantee you one of them is going to have water damage under it.
1: Absolutely. And really, you know, just to make, just to drive the point home, you guys, Western medicine, allopathic medicine, they don't believe in gradients or gray areas very well. They believe you're positive or negative. There's, you know, you only have mold if there's aspergillus lungs in your, you know, aspergillus balls in your lungs, right? Um, There's no other way you have mold illness. Yeast (laughs) doesn't occur systemically. You only have yeast infection. So they just, they don't see gradients or gray areas like Brian and I do. He's talking about going in the house, looking for subtle things. I'm talking about going in the body, looking for subtle things. And so if you want a savvy practitioner, savvy mold finder, you're going to look for people who look how to communicate with the body. Brian knows how to communicate with the house. I know how to communicate with the body. And you want somebody who's gonna look for things that don't seem like a big deal because everyone's sick and toxic today to become the baseline.
0: <laughs> it's so, I can't even, it's so funny all these things you're saying. Like I say the exact same thing with people. I've, I've never really had this direct correlation like health the house talk, like with, <laughs> the, with the verbiage that's used, right? Like you said, everybody is you know, sick in some way. Like I get the thing, well, every sink leaks. So it's not <laughs> yeah. a problem. I'm like, no, it's a bigger problem because it's leaking. Like, because like, we know it's there. It's
1: common. It's not normal, guys. I know.
0: Right? And that's such a common <laughs> yeah. thing I say all the time, too. It's so funny. Yeah. It's like the same thing. The, the reality <laughs> is, is the, the treatment philosophy between house and body, it's the same philosophy to do it right. You find, you find source, you find root cause, you fix source, then you clean up the mess that the source made. And then there you Mm go. Right. And I feel like bam,
1: bam, bam. And I feel like it's
0: the same thing on both sides. It's like, yeah, it's just so. It's the if you're bought, if you're somebody who's bought into the health side of this and you understand that, then just take a step back and think of your house as its own body because it is, it's its own living system. And why would you treat your house any different than you would treat yourself? It's the same exact thing
1: especially if you guys know that oftentimes your your home is what's keeping you sick or at least your local environment i mean i i've talked time blue in the face about how your body is never wrong thank god if you're a canary in the coal mine i'm just going to die of cancer one day because my body doesn't warn me so <laughs> you, you know I mean, at least your guy's body is torturous sometimes but at least it's telling you hey there's a problem it's not me i'm appropriately reacting look elsewhere
0: yeah or so right. something's
1: in it that doesn't belong there, right? Like mycotoxins.
0: So That's so right. You said a second ago, so I wanted to ask you about this. So you said, man, if I could just open up your your head and take a scoop <laughs> of your brain, right? Were you <laughs> were you saying that because that because it's fat soluble and mycotoxins hang out in fat that you would see a lot of that stuff going on, like the the volcano brain concept happening?
1: You know, I actually meant the cranial cavity, but yes, I'd like to look at the brain because if you guys don't know, mold is lipophilic. It loves adipose tissue or, or fat. That's why a lot of people get mold, get cellulite, get, you know, puffy in the, in the lymph tissue and then the brain, it lot of degenerative conditions. But honestly, I'd like to just pull their brain out and take an ice cream scooper and scrape out the crud that's in their sinus cavities. That's just, you know, colonized mycotoxins and candida usually.
0: How often does that happen?
1: It's pretty common. Think about markons, right? So they're looking for a resistant um, staff, right, in the nose, coagulase-negative coagulase staff. But again, it's kind of like the gut with SIBO. Why is that staph allowed to grow there? There's something that's spinning the immune system out. And normally, a coag-negative staff, that's even if it's resistant, isn't a big enough gun to do that. It's allowed to grow there because there's a bigger problem, right?
0: So, so yeah, so so.
1: So what I'm saying is there's usually, it's very difficult for me. Usually the sinus cavity, the nasal passages are the last problem that I have to deal with with my mold patients. That kind of crud in there does not want to come out without a a very um, tailored nasal spray or a protocol for the sinuses.
0: Got it. That's kind of what I was going to ask about. So asking for a friend, I've read a lot of this (laughs) stuff Um, and I've got, you know, people know i've got the SIBO thing i'm dealing with apparently after our conversation uh, it seems pretty clear of a parasite thing that's going on now Mm -hmm. Um, and so like if you're talking order of events on like because i have to imagine i'm breathing all that stuff right it's got to be in my in my sinus cavity right like yes like order of events let's just use me as like a as a as a guinea pig like (laughs) where does that piece come in
1: right when do you address that yeah, you mean the nasal passages, yeah, sinuses, yeah. right? Yeah. So sometimes um, there are some people, and it's really just—it's so dependent and bio based on their genes and susceptibilities and their exposome of other exposures. Um, but sometimes that will clear with a really good binder, something like carboxy from CellCore on its own. Occasionally, I have people who they—I mean, it's months, and we cannot clear their nasal passages. It's like they and they'll have things like tinnitus and visual disturbances they might get headaches and um just horrible sinusitis problems and so what i normally do is you know things like beg spray and vip and all these things have been touted in the past i haven't seen these miraculous results with that in my personal opinion um what i've seen great results with are things like propolis spray um it's cleared out my patient's passages pretty quickly. Nebulizing hydroxygen by Selcor is pretty good too. And uh, propolis is obviously from bees. It's super, 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 super sticky. So it pulls – I need something sticky mm. to pull your guys' stuff out of your guys' sinus cavities. That's why I want an ice cream scooper to open up your head. <laughs> <laughs> so get it now? So, so um, I also really like – it's not on the market yet, but Selcor has Cellcore um, Biosciences has a D nasal spray that's coming out. It, the launch was delayed because they needed FDA approval. And the reason so is because it's nasal spray with their hydroxygen, which hyperoxygenates the body. It's great for people with mold who are suffocating. And it also has a small amount of doxycycline in it. So it's also for tick-associated illnesses as well that hide in the mucous membranes. And obviously, the cranial cavity, sinus cavity is a mucous membrane, so they can burrow in there and cause real problems.
0: Yeah. So I just say, yeah. I believe you. (laughs) Again, guys, I said it. Genius. Just listen. Um, So... You mentioned in in part of that, that like chronic headaches or sight things or things like that Are, is if you don't have that going on, would you think that you wouldn't have as big of a sinus like colonization issue or is it not always correlate like that?
1: It's, it's not always correlated. People usually have pretty bad physical symptoms. Like it's something they're complaining to me about on their appointments. You know, everything else is great, but this, 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 pointing at their sinus cavity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a lot of times th- they'll be the one complaining. I'll be the one looking for answers for them, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it really does, that really does matter. And I will say, if you guys are dealing with mold and you're having Positive markons won't go away. You're having all these sinus issues. Be sure to look at Carboxy from Self Biosciences. It is the mold binder. It goes systemic and it will clear out your sinuses in no time. Check out propolis spray. Um and then, oh, I had one more thing and I lost it. Uh I'll think of it in a minute.
0: No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have another question. So I'm one of these people I, and I've said this before, I'm kind of lucky. I get to have these like offshoot phone calls with really smart people all the time <laughs> to try to like figure things out. I know a lot of people don't get that. Um, so I've like, I've seen my local, uh, you know, my local functional doctor, um, someone who I actually had done so many inspections for her patients. So, you know, she, she's great uh, for me to help me out with some things. But I feel like, I just feel like sometimes that these, even people that I'm close with, like in that scenario, this whole like you're gonna go see your doctor and you have like a half hour and like how do you get in all the stuff? And then you kind of give like the download of everything that's going on. And then I don't know, I just feel like it's not as like connected as you know, it would be nice. You know, I guess I guess I kind of feel that. I'm sure a lot of people probably feel something similar yeah. to that. So um I know that we've talked a lot about cell cord slash microbio, was it microbio formulas?
1: Micro, my, micro formulas. formulas. It's, I always get. I get confused with microbiome labs, which is like megaspor probiotics and yeah. things. So I was. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe
0: that's what it was <laughs> too. <know>. Um, so. <laughs> I know you've talked about them a lot and then they have like their own little protocol things that you can do. And so like somebody who's trying to figure this stuff out, cause that's accessible, right? Like somebody can order that stuff, mm-hmm. Right. So yes. Yes. I know there's not one right answer, but I guess like what's, it seems like you like their setup. Like what is it about
1: them that you like? Yeah, it's a great question. And also what I wanted to say about the nasal passages is if you guys are having problems there, check your teeth. The teeth um, often are responsible for head and neck symptoms. The other thing is the sinus cavities and eyes are attached to the liver. So, often, welcome to America where everyone's liver is diseased, right? So, make sure you're detoxing your liver too. It will help your sinus path- passages. Final thought there, sorry. So, real um, quick
0: before we get to, to them. Yes. So, so, liver, right? So, one thing I've been looking into, yes. I have no idea how to, like, I kind of have been looking how to do it, but it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. no idea how to um, do an enema. Like, I've looked at it. I want to <laughs> do it. I've seen, like, you have resources in your platform kind of on how to do yeah. it. And I still am, like, kind of too afraid to try it. But it's direct liver, right? I've I've read all the science that you have on it. Like, I get it, right? I know how it works.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But, like, it still yeah, kind of wears me out. Yeah. It,
1: it... <laughs> It can kind of, well, you know, and you trust your intuition because it's usually a second tier I add to people because it is daunting. And I want to make sure I've cleared out the liver a little bit because otherwise it can be kind of like a punch to some people's liver if they've never done any detoxing. So it's usually a second tier treatment for me. Um, I prefer castor oil packs, for to start people out. Um, I also love Tudka from Cellcore, who we'll talk about in a minute. I also love Liver Sauce by Quicksilver Scientific. I often pair those two together for someone who really needs a liver detox. And then I tell them – if your liver is really diseased, you're going to be a brat this entire week. I'm so sorry. The liver holds <laughs> anger and anger and frustration and envy and short fuses. And so just check yourself because there's going to be things coming up this week when we start detoxing you physically. They're going to come up emotionally and mentally. And that's just the liver pathway. Um, and so often there are other things you can do to start out with enemas too. I usually start people with distilled water enemas just to see if they're okay. Then we graduate to chamomile loose leaf chamomile tea enemas that are organic, made on the stove the same way as coffee. The reason I do that is great for people with SIBO. Chamomile binds to GABA receptors, produces an anti-anxiety effect. It's also anti-spasmodic, so it helps the smooth muscle if it's bloated or distended or you know crampy. Um, and then finally, we graduate to organic green or light roast coffee. Um, and just a quick review of that really quick. You will want to brew that on the stove, about three to four tablespoons in a quart of water. Let it boil until and cool. You strain it, put it in your enema bucket and let it cool to body temperature, not room temperature. Then it will cause cramping if it's too cold, body temperature. Then you actually go in the bathroom, lie on your right side, which is where the liver is, because we wanted to hit the liver, and slowly let it go in. This can be kind of daunting for people. So you go slow. You only have to do 500 cc's or less if you can. I tell people you want to hold it 12 to 15 minutes. That's a few passes in the enterohepatic circulation, the gut-liver circulation. And then some people can only hold it eight minutes. Some people can only hold it five. That's okay. It tells us there's something there. Uh, then you just stand up and release in the toilet and you may see things come out that you didn't even know that should be there. (laughs) (laughs) So be prepared. I give patients all the disclaimers. So um, that's how you do it. But again, I only do enemas for people who I can't get to go going. And like when I start parasite cleansing, killing mold, all those things with people, if they aren't able to go to the bathroom, that's when I have to resort to a chronic or enema. If people are like, absolutely not, I can get you better without it most of the time.
0: So what's regular? Is it once a day? Is it twice a day? What's, what do you want?
1: I at least want people going once a day. I prefer twice per day, but one to three times is considered normal. For sure. There
0: you go. All right.
1: Yeah. And so back to the question on cell core, yeah. unless you no, yeah, yeah. 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 So I will tell you guys after um I lost my company, I was getting ready to re-release and re-do all my supplements when I came across CellCore Biosciences who invited me to their Eco Summit. And I was so blown away by their science and their biochemist, who by the way is one of the most prolific biochemists on the planet. He can reduce all agricultural waste, he's amazing. So um, I was so impressed by them. I was like, you know, honestly, no one can compete with them. No one. They've got hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment in their lab that Pfizer doesn't even have. They're splitting photons in the lab. They are looking at the way, every, if it's, if herbs go intracellular, what pH they react at, how they react with each other. No one is doing this. Wow. No one. And so I, in good faith as a human, cannot relaunch supplements that I knew couldn't compete with core Biosciences. Why not just join them if I feel they're the best? Oh, cool. And, um, so that's what I So you actually
0: with them? Yeah. Like you're, you have, a, yes. you have a relationship with them. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Like I, I lectured at ILADS on behalf of CellCore. Oh,
0: okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. And, and so I'm their, their MD lecturer. i you know, they're re-releasing my hormone product. They made it better. They added a couple of things. They looked at what pH, he, their biochemist, Dr. Dr. Griswold came to me and said, Hey, uh, Jess, I wanted to let you know that there was an ingredient in ashwagandha that was reacting with the cypress rotundus. And so um, I, I just we pulled out and used an active component of ashwagandha that didn't interact anymore. Now, do you think I knew that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You know, Absolutely a lot of not. things. But, but <laughs> I,
1: no way. I didn't have a lab to be doing that stuff. That's crazy. That's amazing. That is pretty amazing. <laughs> Yeah. And so, and I love them because they have bioactive carbons. They're not just binders that stay in the gut. Mold doesn't just stay in the gut, guys. Parasites just don't stay in the gut. They do not. They have full reign of a lot of your lymph and and your organ systems. And so I need a binder that I know can go everywhere, everywhere.
0: So how does, so I think a lot of us are familiar with binders, right? I think when you talk carboxy, I I hadn't heard of something like that before. So the thing that Mm -hmm. I had known before we spoke was that, you know, you have to be careful when you take binders, you can't take them around other supplements because it's going to soak it all up. You have to take it an hour after food. It makes taking binders really difficult because like typically you're (laughs) taking other supplements, but then you can't take it when you're eating. You basically have a half hour window when you can take it. And then if you don't take it, you feel like you can't take it. And then you lost that day. (laughs) Like that's how I felt when I I was really (laughs) on them. And so like, can you just talk a little bit about the difference between that carboxy binder and how it kind of moves and how it works? Because you don't have to really schedule it like that, right? Like, why is that?
1: Right. And actually, you don't have to do that with all of um, CellCore's binders, Biotox, HMET, Kim. which HMET is heavy metal environmental toxicities. Kim is viruses, radiation, and chemicals. And so they're addressing everything that should, be, that should not be in the body if it's stuck there. So Biotoxin binder does have some carboxy in it but carboxy is nothing but bioactive carbons. And I'll explain that in just a minute. Um, and bio, well, I'll explain it now. Bioactive carbons mean that um, they're carbon binders made from basically, you guys know carbon, the molecule yep. carbon. And they've got, they've got energy added. And what I mean by that is they add amino acids, polysaccharides and energy to the binder. And it's a, it's a hard concept to understand. So I'm going to give an analogy. Let's imagine you have a cow that's eating grass and it poops out a cow patty. If you were to pick up a, like a handful of like grass and stuff in that cow patty, you may not be able to tell the difference in the constituents. What's different? It's the energy that the cow used when it ate that grass and then pooped that out. It's basically like a fire that simmered and went out. And that's how non-active carbon binders act. They don't have the energy that the body can readily use. They're already spent. They're spent binders. So right. the bioactive carbons have energy added so that the body can readily use these binders. Um, and that's the difference. And the, for example, biotoxin binder has ingredients like humic and fulvic acid, polyelectrolytes of fulvic acid, poly of, um, or dibasic acid of fulvic, broccoli sprouts and yucca root. So there's nothing there that's stripping the body like a clay that's already spent right? There's nothing stripping there. You can still eat, still eat food around these. You can still take other supplements around these. They're not going to tax the body in someone that's already frail anyway. And just to note carboxy, which is in a little bit of biotoxin binder is five and a half times stronger. Hmm. <laughs> so it's amazing what I've seen with this.
0: So let me, let me try to wrap, let me re-say it and see if I got my head around. <laughs> All right. Sure. So you have two binders. One of them has energy. One doesn't. The one that doesn't goes into your body and it uses your body's energy to work. The one that does correct. have energy is coming in with its own with its own energy. It doesn't need to use yours. Is that
1: correct? Is that kind of the deal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I like how you explained that. Actually, that's a really good way to say it. Um, and just just so you go, so just so you guys know, carboxy does have humic acid, of fulvic acid. Um, polysaccharides of fulvic acid, and then dibasic acid of fulvic. And what that means is that they are modifying fulvic and humic acid, which come from the soil, right? This is what heals us, comes from the soil. And they're cleaving them at multiple sites. So rather than just having a fulvic and humic with maybe two binding sites, you have hundreds of binding sites for things that shouldn't be in the body.
0: Wow. Okay. So now I got another, and honestly, it probably doesn't matter. I mean, it works, it works, but I'm just so curious about it. (laughs) <laughs> um, because the way I always imagined a binder going in was like, it went into your body and it like sucked everything in like a black hole and didn't care what it was. Um, and, and it, until it got full and then it was full and then it, would, then it was done. And, but it sounds like the, the other type that you're talking about, it, it's not really acting that way. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that question is no. like the right way to phrase it, but it's, yeah.
1: you're right. It's different. It's using more of biochemistry and molecular attraction than is stripping quality. So it's a more targeted right.
0: sort of um, like using charges more than it is just, just Correct. sucking everything. It could grab a hold up basically.
1: Correct. It's a
0: smart yes. binder.
1: Yes, it is made by smart people. Smarter is that a than trademark?
0: Me. You should trademark <laughs> smart binder. I like it. <laughs> I like it
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. We like smart things. Yeah. Smart is cool. Everybody, the smart binder. It's the one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, So what about, you were also talking about um, uh, at one point when we spoke, I don't remember what it was, we were talking about the carboxy binder and crossing the brain effectively.
1: Yes. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. No, I can't. I'm not as, I feel like I need Dr. Griswold on here with me to properly answer questions, but I will say from their studies and from spending time in the lab with them, I have seen that they, have, they go over and research every single supplement for months before they release it. And they're doing things like making sure it crosses things like blood brain barriers, it, gut barriers, you know, in, able to enter other parts of the body systemically than just in the gut. And what they found was with the way they formulated biotoxin binder so is carboxy, but it is able to cross the blood brain blah, blah, blood-brain barrier. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes.
0: Cool. So most binders don't. They stay in the gut.
1: Exactly. Right. Especially you, know, you think about everyone asking, can I use activated charcoal? Nope. I mean, you can, but it's going to be very targeted.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Because they, we just yeah. said earlier, like if the brain is mostly fat basically and mycotoxins mm. get held up in fat and then you're using binders in your gut, it's mm-hmm. not getting there. Then how do you detox this stuff out of your brain? Like how would you do it?
1: Exactly. And that's what we have a um, hydrophobic and hydrophilic chain on the way they formulated this binder. So it's able to move in water soluble and fat soluble substances.
0: Super cool. I geek out on this yeah. stuff. I, I don't know. Maybe people will be into it. Maybe I asked too many questions about the chemistry <laughs> on binders, but I just think
1: it's very important. People need to be asking how these things function on a molecular level. It's very important. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's tough. I mean, it's, you know, at one point you, you, you say, listen, this is what, this is what my doctor's telling me to take. Like I trust my doctor and I get that. You should trust your doctor. Right. Um, at the same time, I think it's important to like understand how it works. And I guess for me, I just think through stuff kind of like, I'm like, okay, so like, and then I create all these analogies in my own head. I've, I'm have i like some sort of like analogy, like Mad Libs. Like I do things all the time, um, but but it helps me understand. That's great.
1: <laughs> you no, know, I love it. I mean, I'm sure it helps everyone understand. And, and analogies are great. I mean, I just talked about a cow poop and a, a, a grass patty out. So yeah.
0: There, there you go. <laughs> um, okay. So can, I've been seeing, it's funny we talked about this earlier. I've been seeing for whatever reason, I don't know how Instagram and Facebook are targeting me or whatever, but I've been seeing more around like the full moon cleanse, the parasite stuff. And it might just be like the crowd of people I follow on Instagram. Cause I only follow like people like you. Um, so yeah. that's probably a part of it, but how is that? How does mold and that connect? Does it connect? Does one make you more susceptible to the other one? Like, like what's the 101 yeah. on that?
1: Yeah, for sure. The DL on that is that yes is the answer. Si, senor. (laughs) And it's because... It's because... Um, mold does this thing, and, and really, when you guys have something like bacteria or a pathogen in your body, you need to say, is this pathogen strong enough to swing my entire immune system out of balance? And there are only a handful of things that are big enough guns to do that. And and honestly, when they pile on top of each other, it makes it more likely. So you know, mold, tick-associated illnesses, parasites, um, sometimes H. pylori. Um, these things are the big things that cause the huge problems. Okay, and. Um, <laughs> The way mold works is studies in animals have now shown that it produces a Th1, Th17 differentiation. Let me explain. Let's say primitively, just for your understanding, the immune system is divided into two different um, sections, Th1, which stands for T helper cells, or Th2, which T helper 2 cells. And so uh, mold and a lot of uh, different viruses spin you into... TH1 dominance and TH17 differentiation, TH1 dominance. And that means that your TH2 system, the other side of your immune system is somewhat neglected and not working properly. Well, guess what takes care of TH2 is parasites, and, and and so when you have parasites, then you start to form allergies, eczema, all these different, that's a Th2 dominance when that happens to people. That means um, your body's overrun with parasites and your body's reacting in Th2 fashion. Th1 is more mold. So you can see when one swings you out one way, the other one is a little bit neglected and makes you a sitting duck for the other pathogen. When
0: you say it's neglected, does that mean that that, so let's say you have like, I don't know, 10 units of immune energy split between th1 and th2 right so if you're spending eight of those units on th1 it means that whatever would be affecting th2 now has more free reign and it can do whatever it wants and not get not get like correct okay
1: correct we have a limited amount of energy we can produce in our bodies it's different for everyone and so when most of your system is focused it's energy in one area you're kind of um the other area may not see things like it should
0: got it got it
1: Yeah. And so that's how,
0: if you have one thing, it can open up the door for other things to happen. Right. That's kind of the idea. Correct. Cool.
1: Correct. Absolutely. Uh,
0: I think that's. Yeah. I think it's interesting because after talking to you, so like I've said, I have eczema issues. I have teeth grinding that has happened forever. Like as soon as I told you this, you're like, you have parasites. Like it was just. It yeah. was just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you have a parasite
1: problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do this every day, and it's so common for me to know it, but like the general population doesn't know this. And I'm like, how do you get this information out to people so that they can understand? Like people can totally understand their bodies. They're just not given the right proper information to understand. Yeah.
0: So like Um, I've been trying to figure out this eczema skin thing and, and thinking (laughs) that it was one and it's related, but it kind of sounds like that the parasite piece is causing that, but that's being allowed to happen because I have the multiple mycotoxins in my body. so Correct. then the question is how do you attack that? So I'm sure other people have multiple things going on, right? Do you go to do you go to root source right away, which is in my case mycotoxin, or do you go to the most pressing thing which might be parasite that's manifesting most obviously?
1: I mean, honestly, I go back and forth between which one is the bigger gun. I feel that those two are even worse than, than a Lyme disease. Um, they both exacerbate and make a Lyme presentation much worse and are often missed when Lyme even can be found now. Um, so for me... I like, that's why I like CellCore so much is they've, they've made it easy to open drainage pathways, which is the first step before you go after anything, you must open your drainage pathways. I have to have you guys pooping and sweating your liver functioning. Your lymph is functioning like it should. You're, you're drinking enough water and flushing your kidneys. If all this stuff isn't happening, it's a moot point because if I put you on a parasite or a mold detox, you're going to hate me and we're not going to be friends anymore because you're going to feel so sick. <laughs> so so, so why I like CellCore is because they still came out with Phase 1, which neatly packages ways to open drainage pathways on top of the extracurricular activities I have most of my patients doing. Um, before that, I was having to open drainage pathways by pulling individual products that were my favorites, like liver sauce I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Um, and so it just made it a neat package for me. Now, with Phase 2, I can address, because their binder goes systemically, and really all you need for mold is avoidance, sweating, and binding. That's really all you need, and so and then they're also doing parasite cleansing at the same time. So often, I'll just go after everything at once because people feel fifty percent of the way better if you open their drainage pathways before any cleanse. Yeah, they do.
0: Super cool. It's awesome. Okay, so we've been talking for a while. I'm sure you guys have to do. So let me.
1: <laughs> oh no. Um,
0: let tell. Tell me more. Tell the people who don't know more about Wellness Plus. What the <laughs> deal is, how it works. Because uh, from what I've oh, seen, yeah. it's really cool. I've dove through some of it. I haven't gone any of the Q and A's or anything yet. Um, selfishly, because I could, you know, text you and it's kind of nice. Um, but, <laughs>
1: but,
0: uh, but yeah, le- like, what's the? Why was it put together? What's the setup? Like, let's let's hear about it.
1: So I did this and I'm sure there are people who were mad at me when I did this because I had a, I garnished a year long wait list through nourish medical center in San Diego, where I was doing virtual consults and I, I started to realize that, gosh, I could help so many more people. I'm helping the people I'm seeing, but I could help so much more people with a broader platform. And then I thought, well, you know, each person's bio individual, how do I standardize this? And what I started to notice over years of seeing patients was that I re- was repeating myself Every single consult, you know, there are certain, it's only a handful of things that make people sick. It's stealth pathogens, heavy metals, all corporate man-made toxicities like petroleum plastics, pesticides, and finally emotional trauma from childhood or continued stress. That's it. That's the only thing that changes genes that cause chronic preventable diseases. And so if I know this, and I'm constantly saying this on my consults, saying opening drainage pathways, are you functioning? Here's how you tell if they're open. Here's the next step. I mean, and it really, I saw how it could easily be standardized into a protocol for people. And I thought, gosh, people are smart enough to understand their bodies. For goodness sakes, my slogan is be your own best doctor. And I should capitalize on that and actually show people they can do it. And so what I did was I I wanted something super affordable for people. All I hear is how expensive functional medicine is and tests and dental work. And it's true. And so I wanted people, if they committed to a three-month membership, to be able to afford it at $49 a month. And they could have emails with me. And they could request me to make root cause PDFs for them, which we call quickies. And people write in and ask me. And when I have time, I do this for them. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and we have bi-monthly webinars, which I spend two hours each time. The next one's Wednesday. And I go over, we have a topic, but then people can ask, submit questions beforehand. They can ask me on the chat if we have time. Um, and then I have professionally filmed education courses for people. A lot of, one of them on mold and biotoxin illness, the things we've been discussing today. I have a lot of how to use cell core protocols as well. And
0: those courses you so. sold individually before and they weren't cheap, right? And they're included in this. No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So you get one course that like uh, 99 credits when you sign in and that's for one course and you get a course each month you're a member. So for three months, the three months you pay, you know, 49 bucks a month, then you get three courses. And as you stay a member longer, all the courses unlock for you. We actually just filmed more. iPhone one on vaccine education and empowerment um, recently, which is a big one that's coming out for people. So
0: cool. I want to, I want to do yeah. one with you. I want to figure something out with you. It could be fun.
1: I would love to do that. So we're actually looking for people to do that. We have a studio space and everything. Ooh. So I would love. <laughs> yeah, we can. You can. We can film. We have everyone to edit it. We have everyone to do that. Seriously and honestly, like, you know, you're doing such a service for the people because where I hit my head against the wall is some of the questions about the home. You know, I'm really educated on it, but I don't know like you know, um, so. It's, it would be a beautiful partnership, might I that's say. That's fun.
0: It's so funny. I, was, uh, I have this thing that I'm working on right now, like another thing. We just rolled out the first thing and I'm working on like a, like another thing um, <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm working on that's going to be even more easy to get into. Um, super, super low price point, if anything at all. Like I'm really trying to figure out what it's going to be. Uh, and it's yes. really going to be kind of like a mold 101 on just everything you need to know um, to kind of prep you to understand some of the more, some of the concepts that, that get introduced later, like how you go through, look through your house and all this stuff. Like, so, um, I'm working on putting that together, but I was telling my team, I was like, I want a studio space. I want to be on a stage. I want like a screen behind me and I want to do this thing live and we, you know, recorded, but I want to do it live. And I want like my whole, like I want my energy to be there versus being at like a, a, a zoom screen share where like mm-hmm. people don't see you, you know what I mean? Cause I, yeah. So
1: we, we pay, we pay for 10 hours a month at a professional studio. We have one of the best professional editors. I mean, go click on my courses and just watch like the intro and watch how they put videos in, layer them in the music, the logos, all that stuff. They're really professional and we'd love That's to have super you fun.
0: Yay. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know that you're super busy all the time with all the things. So thank you for taking some time to chat. Is there anything else you'd like to say in, in passing? We could always talk again. So don't feel like it's your last chance ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no, no, guys, I just want you to know that like, you know, you trust your bodies. They really, they, you have body intuition. You've been told it's wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. And your body has the ability to heal more than you've ever thought possible when given the right recipe. And you just need the right education and to understand how it works. And I know that's rare right now, but it's getting out. It's not going to be rare for very long. Um, by the way, Brian, you're a great interviewer. You're super fun.
0: Thank you. I had nothing prepared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it worked great. It worked. We just this is literally it. how yeah. I
0: do interviews is I get on. Here's here's lifting everybody. I get on a phone call for about 15 minutes beforehand. I'm like, hey, what are you up to? What are you talking about right now? And I'd be like, oh, I just did some cool. Let's just talk about that and then figure out where it goes. <laughs> and
1: then that's... It, it went great uh it so fabulous, thank you i appreciate so. it i
0: think you're like my my third yeah. technical interview on here over i don't know i don't do a whole lot of them but awesome <laughs> well thank you again so much yeah we'll do this again thank i'm super you. pumped uh i think people are really gonna like it so everyone dr jess i do you hear clapping thank you so clapping. much okay <laughs> all right <laughs> i'll talk to you later <laughs>